0: This is the running down. This is the running down. This is the running down. And if you ain't know the deal, I bet you know now. What's going on? What's happening, folks? What it do? Is your homie, homie CL, back live on the rundown south. Gotta know that. And I'd like to thank y'all for joining me. However, you're joining me, I do appreciate it. Hopefully, you came through from TheRundown.com That's d a rundown.com. Gotta know it. And if you like this podcast, you can subscribe iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, all that and above. Just look up the rundown South and rewrite there for you. Now, what uh, if you have subscribed to the podcast before, then you probably know the homie Keith Nelson Jr. from Culture to Prove what was that Slant News yeah now is di- you know Digital Trends now Digital Trends okay see I'm yeah last
1: two years that's been the home base really is Digital Trends that's where I'm planning my roots at now
0: okay alright so you had Digital Trends now but uh if y'all know about the podcast y'all know Keith we talk a lot of hip hop uh you know you used to write on art, hiphop.com and uh It seems like every time I put an episode out with you, like, the downloads go stupid. I don't know who you got following you (laughs) or who is, like, checking for you, but every time I do the episode, it's like, I got 30 plays on this episode, maybe 45 on this one to keep episode 400. I'm like, I don't know what's up, but whatever it is, bro, I take it. Yo, man,
1: people just want to hear good talk, man. You got, they know you're going to give the the, the good the good talk, and they know, you know, I, wh- wh- Whenever it comes to s- discussing some topics, I, I've just grown up to be like, hey, you ain't got nothing I to say, say it anyway. You know what I mean? So,
0: right. So, uh, we ain't gonna hold it up too much, man. Let us so, cause I know we've been trying to get this podcast done for like a week and a half, so <laughs> finally got time to do it so
1: finally did it yeah
0: when i talked to you on twitter you said you wanted to talk about Colin Kaepernick and his refusal got to you. stand up for uh the star spangled <sighs> banner which like i just didn't maybe i'm just taking for granted you know how i grew up but i never looked at the star spangled banner that seriously and even when i got into I like am. high school uh, and I really start being aware of stuff. I stop saying the Pledge of Allegiance every morning. So like, I'm kind of oh, wow. like, yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little biased because I'm just like, I don't think that's a big deal, and I don't pledge allegiance to a country that don't do everything for me that they probably could. So I don't know, bro. Where where you sitting on this?
1: <coughs> I mean, well, first it's it's so multifaceted what he's doing, um, and why. Why I love it, like I love what he's doing. First of all, there's nothing bigger in America than the NFL. Not nothing is true. Not even close. When it comes to like for the last five or six years, I forgot how many years. Like the top 25 most viewed TV programs, TV programs are like NFL games. Like like Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Buffalo Bills bullshit match is more more viewed than probably the biggest ever episode of the Woken Dead that's just what the NFL is. the NFL is TV so right. any so whatever they do it's a year long you know attention and it also speaks to the American culture and how it was developed and just a lot of traditions so the fact that he would take that stand and, and he sat down peacefully and said I'm, I'm not I, that was cool then he explained I'm not doing it because I can't support a country that is oppressing people of color. And that's a, that right there to me, I thought it was a, I honestly thought it was a a non story. I was like, okay, cool. Like (laughs) Colin Kaepernick, you know, backup 49er quarterback, not really that popular. I'm thinking in the very, in the media where like, okay, he's not standing up. Then it became this whole mirror on the whole American racial politics and how people perceived them. So it was, he drew a line in the sand that people did not know was there and now it was like oh so word drew Brees? you feel like <laughs> colin kaepernick shouldn't do that <clears throat> like like drew Brees? like oh my god there's That's so many dude. like that that dude. made me look at a lot of And it, it, it also made people look go, go back in history and think about like the person who wrote the, the um national the um, star Bandit, um Francis Scott Key in 1814 talking about killing slaves and how that would be the best way to get America Mm -hmm. people forget or like internal and it's such a a perfect metaphor for the America which is literally built upon 400 years of unjust free labor so it's like it it just hit, hit a nerve that It's always there. Like if 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 it wasn't something that was there, it wouldn't matter. That's how you know it's real. Like this would this would have been gone. Like okay, whatever you said, what you said. But shit like this, like the Donald Sterling thing, it hit a nerve because it it, it touched upon certain truths that people try to like push away. That you that is self evident. Like it's self evident. Like whenever you do these lockouts, it is a predominantly black. League in the NBA, and then there's predominantly white owners. And I'm not saying it's a slave plantation kind of thing, but I'm just saying it's not it's not like they look at them as they're not expendable. You know, so it's it's definitely something where you have to where I applaud Colin Kaepernick until he went half crazy.
0: (laughs) What you mean by half crazy, man?
1: Bro, I just saw this right before we got on the podcast, homies out there in practice. We talking about practice <laughs> with, with, with blue socks, with pigs dressed as cops. You done lost the message. You done lost the message, my my good man. Like you had it. I think he he had it. He had it. Boom. Perfect example. Get people talking. The the the. the Hours oh, before you you start oh, your last preseason game, come on. What do you think about that? How do you feel oh, about him man. wearing
0: I like those, those kind
1: it. of socks? Like and knowing he's gonna get photographed. Like... Okay,
0: it's it's a it's a few layers to unpack on this. Because like I agree with a lot of what you said. Because if you go back to like the Donald Sterling thing, and it does, there is like an overtone of that when it comes to the NBA and the NFL. Basically, the billion-dollar owners uh, yep. got all these, you know, black dudes working for them. And Donald Sterling was known to have people, you know, come in the locker room while dudes were showering and saying, "Look at these beautiful black bodies." You know, it's <laughs> you know it got real in the field. So I definitely understand where you are coming from on that tip. Now, as far as what Colin goes in these socks and him sitting out the anthem, my thing is, it's it's really convenient that the 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 uh, conversation really turn, you know, to like whether or not you think that's right or wrong to stand for the the national anthem and if this the right place and all this other. But I'm like, okay, so. If he came out on his Instagram and made a video message, how many of y'all gonna talk about it? If he go on Facebook Live and say Mm. something about it, how many people are gonna be talking about it? Dude, we don't like... It's almost a week in the news cycle and then we still talking about this dude. And that's something that, you know, especially in the, the Twitter age, stories like this don't last that long. But... Because of, like you said, the NFL being the number one TV show in America on four different networks at that. Uh, And just the way that the NFL has embedded itself with the military and the way that, uh, you know, NFL kind of has this, or football, I should say, has a, uh, I guess, a religious type zealot. Culture to it you know people find A mm-hmm. lot of their identity in football Teams and everything like that and wow, This is a murder You know what I'm saying especially down here in the south Bro like if I wish I could show you Some of this stuff like if you go on my Instagram On the Rundown down south uh, You'll see when I took some pictures Of uh, An Alabama Walmart uh, A Tuscaloosa Walmart to be more Specific and like the Front mm-hmm. is just all Alabama football gear and like I see, see it was like a five person family everybody had on Alabama gear. <laughs>
1: like like it's real they breathed them young like they yes they made these football like pop water and shit like real early like Um, nope, not at all. I did not I check mean, it out. Not um, did nothing. The, I was actually at at punk. Um that's why I couldn't watch it. But I, I, I wouldn't have, I would have watched it if I was home. Okay. I can't I can't lie, I would have watched it if I was home, but I wasn't.
0: Well did you watch any of the performances? Um I saw some of the I saw some of the videos and performances. Shit.
1: Let me I saw Beyonce do the Beyonce at that this shit point is whole set. At this point, it's not like I'm not I'm unimpressed by Beyonce at all. It's that she is. It's like when I watch her, my 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 senses just go to a different level where the normal is incredibly high. So I'm just I'm just watching her do the Beyonce. I'm like, all right, here comes here comes Beyonce. She's gonna do something that's gonna blow people's mind. That's the Beyonce. Like her performance at on the BT. The BC was right with um with Kendrick, yeah, which was in the water. Like that's the Beyonce. That's just like that. Both of her performances were, were amazing. Um, I liked Rihanna's performance too. Um, I don't know what was up <laughs> with Future. You gotta talk to me about that. You know, I ain't see Future. Like,
0: what, what, what happened with him?
1: I don't know. He just it just felt like the stage was too big for him. It felt like he was just like His, his voice was like I don't it, it just didn't seem like It was connected as much uh, Maybe I'm bugging and shit uh, oh, How do you
0: Huh? See man I gotta go to a future concert Because I've always Wondered like What the fuck is a Live show from future like Because mm. A lot of his You know Music I... is so Auto-tune heavy It's like Like what are you actually getting?
1: Well, I, I can attest that I saw a future last year at um, Made in America, and it was one of the most. Imp- okay, the performance itself, like the physicality, actual performance wasn't like mind blowing, but the draw that he had. Like, let me paint this picture for you. Like, Made in America is in, um Ben Franklin Parker, somebody like that's big, huge like vast amounts of land like it's a festival so it's like all this land and everything and there's a stage like Future was on one stage and adjacent was the main stage he wasn't even on the main stage people like Exodus like like the coming of the Romans just, <laughs> just ran and just stampeded I've never seen that many people stampede to one stage before it was over like, it was still going on. Like, people usually, when people miss it, they go, all right, I'm going to go. And Big Sean was coming up right after him. And people still was like, all right, we're not going to get spots at the Big Sean because future's going to fuck in. Like, and he gives a lot. He's very energetic. I, I, I'll i say he's very charismatic. A lot of artists have this problem with, like, closing their eyes or looking to the ground or never look at the looking at the crowd. He, like, the whole show, he's, like, looking at the crowd getting hype with them jumping up and down with them like it, it, it's and vocally it just it sounds like he. It, I mean it doesn't sound as smooth but it doesn't it, it just sounds more uh more texture to it like you okay. can you can hear that it's live you can hear some of the the roughness in his vocals but it it, it, it doesn't it doesn't take away from this performance like he's pretty good from what I from what I last saw I just didn't like what I saw at the VMAs. I guess I don't know. Maybe it was too produced or something. um Who knows?
0: It's funny you said that because I was listening to um, the Watch, uh, which is a podcast on the Ringer uh, network, and um, Chris Ryan and uh, Andy Greenwald. They was talking about um,
1: the God Andy Greenwald.
0: <laughs> you follow Andy Greenwald? That's my dude, right there. Andy
1: Andy Greenwald is he's. Oh, for those that don't know, Andy Greenmore is from the Grantland, which the Grantland um, um website, which is gonna go down as, you know how those TV, how did those, did uh, those, those TV shows like Eyes and Arrest Development and living in living color, where you're like, oh, he was there, and then he came from there, he came from that, yeah. where all of these great talents came from this one place, that's gonna be Grantland, like yeah. that's gonna be Grant, like. All of the rim brown like well, um Chris Ryan came from there, too. Um, it was made by Bill Simmons and shit. Right. Uh, Chuck Close didn't like it. Just it just had the best <laughs> yeah, writer. So it, it I didn't mean to cut of you off. I just love Andy Greenwald. He got me into the Americans, um, which right, is that the dude best loves
0: that show.
1: one of the best dramas. It was one. It was the best drama until. Mr. Robot came along, but it, but that's for right,
0: a little we, we later. We are gonna get to that in a second, all right? Because that's that's kind of goes yeah. into everything. But what uh, they were talking about it the other day on the podcast, and the VMAs basically tried to manufacture as many viral moments as possible. And the yep, the tale was the Kanye four minutes. It wasn't a performance. It's just Kanye on the mic for four minutes because you know he's gonna say something. <laughs> like you put a microphone <laughs> in kanye with his face he gonna say something that's gonna be like oh that's a little controversial i don't know how to feel about that oh, um, oh but not
1: n- n- not even that oh that as you mentioned that that explains why did you notice what they did they kind of kanye came out to the very lyric of him saying um i made that bitch famous uh, about taylor like that's how he came out to it. like mtv planned that mm-hmm. Like when I when I, when I saw that I was like wait what?
0: I was like, did MTV just like? Holy oh what? yeah, yeah man, they were trying to do a lot of it. Man, from that's... the jump,
1: from the start, before you said a word, you knew what was coming.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: so it's like the scene you of the crime that's crime going next. that way. Very...
0: So I don't, I don't know man, this like I'm kind of done with award shows. They they just seem so antiquated right now. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not
1: Go ahead. The VMAs is the VMAs have been the VMAs have been over for like a decade. Like like that's why like all you want all you have to watch the VMAs about like the VMAs ratings have been down every year for the last like four or five years. And I think this was the lowest ratings in like fifteen or some odd years. Like these are bad like people aren't gonna watch Nobody watches music videos the same
0: way anymore. That's the biggest problem. I'm not gonna say it's MTVs, huh? I said that's the biggest problem. You know, MTV video channel doesn't play videos. Remember
1: when the VMAs meant something? Like you actually was like, Oh my god, who's gonna win video of the year? Who's gonna it's because you actually cared about music video, but then once you killed off TRL, one assistant park, direct effect, um see the world and shit. Like once, oh, once man, music videos, man. video man. music box, like once you killed off that and it became like, oh, just go to YouTube. Right. Okay, just go to, just go to Vivo. Okay, like sure. I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I fucked with Revolt, Revolt's cool. Like I like having a channel where it's just music videos. Like it's actually really a great way to discover new talent. Like this should be, well, there should always be channels like that but it doesn't exist anymore like i'm actually working on an article right now about the three futures of the music video and the vmas being so bad kind of made me understand what a lot of the people that i talked to were saying about how the music video is a dying art form right like it's like once you can't put it anywhere and you can't control or once you once you got once you get more control where you can put it Then it'll be more relevant But the war show itself Do you think that it's antiquated Because they get it wrong so much Or because you don't feel like a part (sighs) Alright A
0: little technical difficulty there But uh, I was saying that You know Based on like how we used to watch videos It would be You know Coordinated with uh, Album release You know, the song would be the song that's on the radio and it would be the promotion for the song in the album. But then we kind of start shifting toward people basically making a video for every song on their album. And then you had uh, like mixtape songs getting videos. And then now you got Beyonce basically making a movie out of her whole album. So it's like the evolution has basically, you know, taken the sheer volume of videos that's available and just made the impact of the VMAs a lot, I guess, a lot less relevant in, you know, America right now.
1: Oh, so because there's so many music videos, that means that they're less special. Right. It's almost like you expect it. You say it's like a mandatory thing now. That's a good, that, that makes sense, yeah. That makes sense. Like, I mean, and and the quality is, all. and because now that there's no longer, like, there used to be like a gatekeeper um, kind of system and not like an actual gatekeeper, but the sense of to make really good music videos, you needed to have a big set. Like Like, nobody was making it from their house. Like, you can tell who made videos from their house and who made videos with a record label, money behind it. But then that gap got a lot smaller and, it, and then it then it vanished and like I would say between 2000 and like once, once camera phones start becoming like really good to like now I think now you can't really with drones that like you can get a drone and a GoPro camera and uh, a nice little camcorder and you can shoot a video that would have looked like a million not a million dollar but maybe a really high budget video 10 years ago
0: yeah and that that definitely has changed everything like because when you said the gopro it made me think about the beyonce video uh yeah like 7-eleven like look at that you know beyonce just kicking in with the girls on the gopro with a selfie stick and that's where we at with be with videos and basically oh man this like you said it's, it's just making everything a lot less special and you know the, the consumption of music has just changed In that, in that same fashion as well So uh,
1: what? Right. Another thing I don't mean to shift the conversation But I do want to ask you Because there is something that has also Changed over time Do you think What it takes to be the best rapper Alive Is different now Than it used to be
0: I think the title of Best Rapper Alive has been replaced by Hottest Rapper Alive. Mm. And only because, like, the sport in itself has changed. Uh, you know, people talk about how the Warriors, they're playing this small ball, and it's a lot less physical, and, uh, you know, there's just... You know all these different things that's like just makes basketball look different than it did 20 years ago and it's mm-hmm. the same thing with rap the technology has caught up so basically anybody can manipulate themselves to sound like anything at any time and mm-hmm. it's like a real evolution as far as what we're able to do as what hip-hop is you know overall so i want to disqualify drake from being the best rapper he can be the oh. hottest rapper but only because i feel like the best rapper title is reserved for somebody who is here for those bars you know to put it something- okay so how that's my 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 thing how
1: many bars does somebody have to write for somebody else <laughs> for you for, like because <laughs> because kanye is well known to have had other rappers even for his song all day he's had other rappers write lyrics for him but see, it's so it's
0: it's different like it's the- so
1: weird it's so different because it's because all day besides besides knowing that um rhyme fest road jesus walks like most of the whole, this rapper gave Kanye those bars, that's all, it's mostly speculation. Right. The thing with Drake is like, there's like, hey, we got literally, like one of the most, one of those recognizable lines from his last album, Before Views, Running Through the Six with, with My Woes, he didn't write. Ooh. That's the problem to me, is like, it wasn't throwaway lyrics like, right. "Oh, I I need a bar to finish this verse." That's cool. Get a bar from the homie to finish the verse after you just killed it. Nah, it's it's memorable lyrics. It's like the lyrics that we we, we recite over and over that go, "Yeah, that's my shit." Yeah. Hmm. Not all not all of them, but enough where it's like, like I mean, he wrote like like the rico verse it was 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 one of my favorite drake verses until i, I found out he didn't write it
0: it just, it just make you second guess everything my- but you know what's crazy
1: i kind of i'm not gonna say i had a feeling but when he said he said like his boys got that got them shacks at the free throw that's when i was like something's up mm. Like. And the fact that, like, it just, it just, but then that, that right there, I don't think that should disqualify Drake. I think it should just lower him. I think everybody should get a clean slate every project. So, yes, mm. I think, yes, for 2015, I think we have to revoke his, to me, he wasn't the best rapper in 2015. To me, I, that was Kendrick Lamar, because Kendrick, when you drop, to me, the, 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 the title of Best Rapper Alive hasn't really changed a lot. It's just gotten a few new amendments. It's still, the core of it is still the same. You know what I mean? It's still, you gotta be the best. People, when people come and think about you, they have to think, yo, he raps really well. That has to be one of the first things they think about you. That has to be, like, there is no, oh, he's a hustler, oh, he sells. No, one of the first things they gotta say is, yo, he raps really good. Okay. And, and that's kind and that's to me that's one of the first things I think about with Drake as well Mm
0: -hmm. which is
1: why he he's up he's up there but Kendrick when he dropped To Paper Butterfly like he dropped an album and this is the thing people don't understand is that it's a lot harder you can look at the, the, the highest selling albums of all time and just look at it for the past 20 years it is significantly harder to sell to go platinum dropping knowledge than it is to drop anything else. Like, like, Black on both sides wasn't going five times platinum. Never. Wasn't, no. No. It wasn't going three, it, it was not doing, it wasn't going, it wasn't going diamond, but, you know, not seeing, but they were, cla- they, I'm like, but Ja was going triple platinum almost every time out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give it a, die, give it a die try and win diamond. You know what I mean? Like, right. not saying and not saying those um, I love those I was just bumping giving you that dad Not saying those were like Shit, Me
0: too bro That's crazy <laughs>
1: Not saying that those Aren't like smart albums Or like They're not pushing A certain message But albums that are Directly and so overtly Based in I'm gonna drop knowledge Like there, like there is no Like when you listen to this You're gonna hear A message right, Not like
0: right. Not like you gotta say, Interpret bro, it No on, because The message Huh I was gonna say bro Cause that's really what, like, Lupe just tried, but it just didn't go over as well. It, it it went over until he...
1: Lupe is the first... is is a cautionary tale, and it's one that... It pains me a lot because of how I... I, I used to be a Lupe... Like, like literally, when people say that Lula Wayne was the best rapper in 07, I, like, look at them and go... I don't know what 07 you was at, but Lupe Fiasco was rapping in 07, and he was blacking out on everything. Like Lupe Fiasco has the greatest two 05 to 07. To me, is my favorite lyrical run from any rapper ever. Mm. Like he 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 dropped two classic albums, three mixtapes that were just bonkers. Destroyed Kanye on his album and was went toe to toe with Jay that's another thing went toe to toe with Jay Z first time out mm-hmm. like was just blacking out on everything destroying every beat like he was and he was selling records he went gold I, I think I think Kick Push went gold dropping knowledge that's the thing it's so much harder to drop knowledge and, and then to just in sell records that's why what Kendrick did was like he was he was he was known because of his music Drake was known because of a lot of other things, mm-hmm. the music too. But it was also like, oh, he mentioned this story. He did this. He said that. This is viral now. Kendrick was like, yo, did you hear the album? Did right. you hear the album? <laughs> that's it. Did you hear the album? That's what, that. That's what it was. Did you hear the album? Nobody. It that wasn't the same thing. You wasn't picking apart songs. You were saying, did you hear the album? People were saying you can't. Li-. Like it's like I like when people have those kind of like moments where they want to do like. Like, kind of also when they binge, like, it's kind of what what Netflix is doing with the whole binge culture. And people feel like, oh, oh, no, 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 you can't just pick out one episode. You got to watch the whole thing. You know, that's kind of what albums used to be. It used to be that feeling of, like, oh, no, 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 don't talk to me about the album if you haven't heard the whole album. Like, I don't want to hear, oh, yeah, I like that song. No, how about the album? Right.
0: That's
1: what Kendrick brought back. And just the fact he brought that back, and I call that the hip-hop version of, of Voodoo. Like that's, that's hip pops voodoo right there Like he, when he dropped that I was like He's the best rapper alive This year Is a little bit weird This year is different This year I don't know
0: Okay So You said a lot of stuff right there Now I might have to disagree with you on the Lupe, But Like I oh. I really fucked with the cool The cool is my shit Yeah But Like bro I was just listening to like a couple of Wayne mixtapes. Now, yeah, like you said, it's not like packed full of that real. But I was listening to the Drought Three and the first No Ceilings.
1: I'll give you that. And I I'll to give say you that
0: like, bar for bar. Like I don't know how anybody could ever compete with him at that time. Like that shit was just that shit was on some other shit. Like I play. I will Upgrade. give you
1: that. Oh. The Drought Three was too crazy. Like, like like tell me tell me how you feel. What what your your experience was with the drought three
0: okay so the the way i experienced the drought three was a little bit different because like every double disc cd it's too long always too long always just a couple too many posse cuts so like i basically (laughs) just took all the posse cuts out and like i made like a best of the drought three and that's what i was riding around listening to Mm. Um, so like the way the drought three I experienced it is a little skewed because I just I only had the best stuff of it. So when you go like at sheer volume, I, it might be the best mixtape that Wayne did. Like my girl just gave me a little pushback when she gave me no sellers, and I was like, damn, you might be right. Like I'm still torn. Like I'm about to put that up as a poll on Twitter. That'd be poll, man. Cause like it's between the Drought Three and at first no silly like that is the best little wayne has ever been because you had i can't feel my face in that mix which is another one that's just you know chock full of bars like like i want to come out with some advanced statistics when it comes to rap because i want to talk about people's bar density per song and per album like we need you know what's crazy and we got to
1: talk about that. this off the podcast because i want to waste still an idea but i gotta talk to you about that um it's funny you, you had that my experience it. with the drought three was um freshman year of college. Um it I, was
0: I just graduated high school, so yeah.
1: It was the first time I ever it was it was right when hip hop, when music was making that shift to it to like, oh so I'm not going to the corner like cause like I literally was in the, mm-hmm. another state. I went to Syracuse. So there ain't no bootleg man in Syracuse. <laughs> and like I mean, I was on Kaza and LimeWire. Here's people don't understand. Even when there was Napster and Lime and all of that, in the hood, you still went to the bootleg man for that CD. I made so much money off
0: Little in high school. Oh my God.
1: So <laughs> but when I heard this was the mixtape that made me go, okay, he's nice. Like, the the, the the Carter 2 was cool. The Carter 1 was cool. I was like, I right, he can make good songs. When I heard what he did on Show Me What You Got. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, that was I
1: soon. am the CEO of the moment. <laughs> Wait. If he, he said something but like... Uh, if he... I'm LeBron. If, if, if he's MJ, some of a yeah, quarter. Nah, I'm he, Corey Bryant of an artist i done not want rings with my performance like
0: same shh, coat same man. triangle off office, office. <laughs> <It was> stupid <laughs> he went
1: yo but that i was on it when that but then when i heard the mixtape i didn't cut nothing out. like i mean of course there's certain shit i'm like this shit ain't that hot yeah like he
0: got, cast out that,
1: that is his him. most he wigged that. out like upgrade you uh even deaf bitches say hi to me. She told her blind friend, "She say I she gotta, gotta see
0: flames, just all flame emojis." There's no, there's not, there's not many
1: Lil Wayne lyrics that I know off the top of my head just by looking at the title. The Drought Three has like the most of them. However, if there is a Lil Wayne mixtape, and I'm not a Lil Wayne expert, but if there's a Lil Wayne mixtape that I prefer. That could top it. That no ceilings.
0: Yeah,
1: this nigga said, "I got, I gotta take care of the kids." I know you heard Obama. (laughs) This nigga, yo, he had yo. That is little Wayne's talent is being witty, but also being like funny.
0: Right, right. but
1: but he lost that. Now he's just like trying to be witty. Mm-hmm. Or or funny. He can't be both. And when he tries to be both, it sounds like kill the pussy, veterinarian, some kind of bullshit like that. Like
0: yeah. I mean, but it's a, it's a little dumbed down now. It's it's not, but the, it's the, trial three, it's not as Drought 3, I think you make
1: just, a good case. You make a good case. Maybe I was overzealous. Maybe maybe Lupe had competition.
0: Man, but I think I'm with you though. Kendrick is probably that dude right now. I just want to see him like, not to say that his albums aren't classic. Because they are they're they're classic albums, but it's not what I'm looking for from Kendrick. Like, what do you mean? Alright. And then we, we can move on to something else. But basically, like I need a mix of what I got from the untitled unmastered and what mm-hmm. i had on to pimp a Pimple butterfly cuz the pimp a heard- butterfly was a lot of you know experimental you know jazz encompassing and things like that and i'm like i get what you trying to do i get it i get it yo but why do i feel i want the th- bars kendrick where is the bars I-, I will say this
1: one of the most entertaining, and I'm not this is not to devalue anybody's opinion, but one of the most entertaining responses to Tip and because there's been a there's been a wide range of them, like oh, it's too black or oh, I love this, this is my life changer. One of the more entertaining ones are when, and yes, when black people that I've heard it's like the because I felt this my whole my whole life, it's like the I, yeah, you smart like pat on the back like yeah i, I see you smart it's like that whole like i get i get it i get it yeah you know <laughs> i'm not i'm not gonna you know like i'm over here talking about like writing up these essays and shit yeah i gave you smart and shit but i'm gonna go i'm gonna go over here like and like but you gotta start giving that a little bit more rhythm and shit like what you're doing with it man I, I understand that people did it, it i think it's been butterfly.
0: And you just can't ride to it, man. Like. You're
1: right. You, yo, you're right. It's, it's an album for somebody like me. And by somebody like me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a laid back, chill, at home. Like I love, like Kamasi Washington. is his jazz. Um, mm. his saxophone. he? He played. He had his album called The Epic. Two CDs, about two and a half hours of music. Some crazy like that. And I played it back to back the first time I heard it. Like that's the I, I like to just digest these big massive um ideas and and, and concepts and shit.
0: Hmm.
1: However, I Untitled Unmastered is a great, a great it's a it's a good it's a good balance of, of, of what people will want. Like, it had, the, it had the straight rapid verses. Like, we, we didn't get too many of those on the album. Yeah. On to, to, it, it felt...
0: Like sometimes you, it could feel it too purposeful. There, right? How Levitate made make the album? that album? Well, I mean... Like, it's it, just a it. bonus I, track. I, I,
1: like, throw that guy? Levitate should have made it. Oh, uh, I can't even... I don't even know the name. Put Top on the phone. I don't know what that one's yeah, called. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That one should have made the album, but then, but then it's like so those kind of. But he he wanted to take he wanted to tell a specific story, a specific story, and if you put those in there, they kind of. When you put those in there, and then you try to, and then you try to end the album acting like you was telling that whole thing of the poem to Pac, it kind of throws it off a little bit. I don't know. It, it makes it feel like really. You was rapping that to Pac. You was levitate, 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 like it, like get top on the phone, like that. Those songs just seemed very
0: okay. I, I get what you said. Centered in,
1: in Kendrick, like they was that very was Kendrick Kendrick's centered. I
0: feel you know. So yeah, but I don't know.
1: I'm gonna have to go back to
0: it because I mean I like the album. You know, I love the album really because you know as somebody who does music, I play saxophone i do appreciate what he's doing it's just like dude you the best fucking rapper i need you to fucking rap
1: yeah you know i think that's what makes this year so so, uh, this that's what makes this year so complicated and maybe also made last year's complicated a lot of people are pulling for vince staples like i want to listen a lot of people said that vince staples was also may have been like the best rapper last year and i've and i was pulling for vince staples since, like, for, like, back in 2014. So the 14 when he, when, like, 13, 14 when, um, Sean Coltrane came out, volume 2. I was like, he could be, this guy is on in Guns N' Roses from that Stolen Youth EP. They with um, Mac Miller. I was like, this guy could be the best rapper alive. Like, he was my favorite for a little while, but I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like this year, I gotta hear that prima donna EP a little bit more. And Hear more of his stuff because there's no definitive, like right now, like I I, I can't give it to Drake as the best rapper. Like he's definitely the most popular.
0: my dude But just said he's not even a rapper no more. He's a pop artist. that's the last podcast. You could
1: you could make that argument, and you can say that I I, I still think that he he still it's like the whole shoot first point guards. Like a Kyrie Irving, he's like he's still a point guard, but he wants to shoot first, you know. Which seems like it goes against everything a point guard is supposed to do, but it's still. So he might seem like he's all melody first, but he still wants to rap. Like he still like even in those singing songs. Um,
0: yeah, I think like what's like I haven't heard him rap on the radio in like six months, you know, since like back to back. By like controller, yeah, I mean, one
1: dance. Hype, they're not really pushing hype. Hype DJ is like probably what's this? The Come on, hype man. is probably the most rapping, the most rapping song on the album, besides like the ending views and uh Western Road flows. But hype is probably the most like it's just it's more it's just like that's that's the shit we want to hear, and he did like one of those songs, and the argument is that. Well, he made a whole mixtape last year of those songs. It was like no, because you still had the singing songs. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Like that's my that's my whole problem is like why can't there be a uh, why if there's gonna be an album where you're gonna always have singing songs why can't there be one where there's none and you're just rapping.
0: And I don't think that's ever gonna happen because he has basically. Set himself out to be a pop artist you know from the time he was early on taking vocal lessons trying to really get control on his voice like uh, you could basically see it even though like what he came off came up off of was like the so far gone you know ripping the Kanye beats or the Uptown which is my favorite Drake song of all time uh, what song Uptown? Uptown? yeah Uptown that's hot yeah that's hot awesome. it's the best Drake song ever but like that's when he got his respect as far as an MC and you know just basically like giving us what Drake is or what we thought he was gonna be which was okay you gonna try some stuff here and there to like you know just mix it up but then instead of it being like the mix up it's like that's the like damn near like the go to move now mm-hmm. and I'm not really liking it you know like Give me some rap. Like I just said with Kendrick, give me some bars. But now it's like I don't even feel the same about his bars anymore. So, no, Drake, you cannot get it. You, I don't know. You using PEDs, basically. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? These are rap PEDs. Shout out to that boy, Keith Nelson Jr., for coming on the podcast once again. We could have had an hour and a half long podcast, maybe even two hours, but... Uh, Love a lot of stuff on the cutting room for it, it was just that good uh, Y'all follow him at just Air. That's at J-U-S-A-I-R-E On Twitter Check him out what he doing on Digital Trends A lot of good content from my dude right there uh, Y'all can keep up with this If you like this episode, please subscribe On SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher Radio And if you do subscribe on iTunes Please rate and review I need to know what y'all really think about this podcast and uh you, I am your host at CL the main event on Twitter. And uh, y'all keep looking out, we got some NFL stuff coming up. A lot more hip hop, a lot more of that good good, some of that gas. I just played. Not really but not really. Oh it's your boy, I'm out here. Peace. This has been The Rundown South Podcast. You can get it at TheRundown.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher Radio, or Google Play. Gotta know that.